This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder, and I'm Andy Baskin. All right, so, Daryl, what are just your thoughts? I mean, this team has already been to Greenbrier where they face themselves. Now they go into this joint practice situation in Philadelphia this week before preseason game number three for the Browns preseason game number two for the Eagles. And, you know, what are the benefits? What are the pros? What are the cons about these joint practices? Because when I was a kid, man, when the Browns would play the Bills, there was always a fight, always a fight. That was why you always wanted to see highlights um, during the local news back then when when local news actually mattered, that you would want to see the fights there. And now you see everything on Instagram or Twitter. So, um, you know, because you'd sit around, oh, Hey, uh oh, did they have a fight? Uh oh, let's go see what happened. So, but now I, I don't know. I mean, the, the coaches, although we we saw what happened in Indianapolis, right, with this team a few years back. So, uh, your thoughts on these joint practices? Yeah, I'll be watching them on Twitter, um, and we'll we'll see if there's any extracurriculars. I'm trying to remember last year, I don't think there was a lot of fighting with the Eagles last year. Remember, these two organizations have some good, you know, history. Uh, right. or, there's good relationship between the front office and the coaching staffs and stuff like that. So I don't I, – I, I think that they'll be able to comport themselves professionally. And you, you referenced, you know, like, remember the Bills, joint practices. Oh, then, when I was a kid, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, I, I covered the Bills, joint practices. I covered uh, – you know, I remember the Colts, joint practices. Like, yeah, there, there was – I wouldn't exactly say adults were running the organization during those times. Whereas I think now there are adults running the organization. So, um, and we saw how Kevin handled in Greenbrier, right? How he handled the the two dustups that had happened uh, late in practice. And we have not had an incident since then. So I'm not, I'm not really worried that there's going to be any type of fighting or anything like that. Um, like I said, things I'll be watching for on social media when I'm, you know, pulling down the, the videos and stuff like that, uh, that the folks that are in Philadelphia uh, watching it post is I'm, I'm going to be watching for the physicality, you know, are, are the Browns matching the physicality of the Eagles? Cause last year, Philadelphia just came in and kicked the crap out of the Browns for two days. Um, and, and, and it was interesting yeah, to listen to Jim, like, Jim Donovan talked about that on the pregame show saying how it looked like Philadelphia was just like, 
we saw who looked ready when the season started. And it was evident from the way you saw it in the practices. And then that translated into the season. You think we learned anything from that? Uh, you'd hope so. I hope so too. I, I mean, I can't say they learned anything from anything. Cause I don't know. We'll have to see. Right. <laughs> True. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's hard to be like, Oh yeah. They, they learned a lot from that experience and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out when the regular season comes. If the, if the Browns are good this year, then the answer to the question is yes. They learned the lesson, right? Uh, if the Browns don't live up to expectations and don't play well, then we're going to say, well, no, they didn't learn the lesson, right? They weren't ready for the season. They, you know, so. Um, they do. I think they're ready, though. I think that they, it, I, even though practice doesn't feel like it's 100% violent, I don't know if that's the right way to put it, or. It's at, not physical at the, enough. Yeah, the maximum physical potential that they could put into practice. I, I'm okay with that. I just, I feel like this team's in a better position than they were a year ago. And that's even in a situation where. It's longer. The injuries are what are starting to scare me a little yeah. bit because that depth that felt really, really big uh, doesn't feel as big right now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm trying to watch what I say because I don't want to put any bad karma out in the air. Well, it's not bad karma. I mean, I'm just talking about guys it, that are actually injured. Yeah, they they haven't had anything crippling yet. Okay, fair enough. Knock on wood. I'm banging on wood right now. It's, Daryl, it's football. It's not like you're, I mean, you're, it's the I'm same as saying no hitter in baseball during the middle of a baseball game. It's I know. The same I'm, su- I'm superstitious though. And I don't like, putting okay. that, but I'm just, they, 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 they are able to withstand everything that has happened to date. How about that? Okay. That's Is that fair? fair? Yeah, that's fair. Like to see Greg Newsom get that hamstring or whatever he's dealing with, like to see him, you know, get better and get back out there. It's been a couple of weeks. It feels like. Uh, since he's practiced, like to see that get better. But yeah, I mean, I uh, I think right now they're in good shape. But I, I'm to a point now, like I, I'm already sick of training camp. I'm already I'm already sick of the preseason. I knew this was going to be miserable going into it. Seven weeks but, to play a game, horrible. The fact that it's miserable though, Daryl, is a good thing because it means no, it's not. <laughs> it's no, I'm telling you, I think it's a good thing because in the past we were so bad. We were hanging on every play in the preseason because we wanted to have a little bit of hope going into the regular season. Now, I think we're bored with the preseason. We just want to watch our good players get out there, our starters, get some reps, get moving, get playing, and then get me to the regular season. So I I just think the bar has changed for fans. It's changed for the media. It's definitely changed for the organization. Well, yeah, I mean, they're not going to be the preseason champions this year, which is fine. Um, They're spacing this thing out, but – yeah, I, I'm just I hate training camp. I hate the preseason. It's just it's so long. It's practice football. It means nothing. It really does. It because here's the thing. Like we can sit there and criticize stuff that we see in games and in and, and practices and stuff. The reality we have no idea what they're working on. Like a lot of that stuff could be designed work, right? So right. it makes no sense to invest all this time and energy ripping into things we see. When odds are they are working on stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's 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 why I just um I don't want to say nonchalant uh about it, but I am not as caught up in it as I used to be, if that makes sense. No, and it totally just, makes sense. That's just by experience. This is my 16th training camp that I've covered full time. And yeah, I just, I'm not hyped by training camp anymore. I'm not hyped by the preseason anymore. 
Yes, I got really excited what I saw from Derek Carr and my New Orleans Saints on Sunday. Loved it. But then I'm like, nah, but you can't get hyped about it. Got No, you can't. It's, it's preseason. You got to calm down. So, um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I can't bring myself to get overly excited about the, the, the preseason or camp or be not, not just excited, but be like overly critical about stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Like Anthony Schwartz can be a little critical there because like, this is year three. This is like what year three or four for him. Like you're just waiting for something to happen. Year 4,000 is what it feels like. Yeah. Um, and it just, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen for him here. So uh, he entered camp on the bubble. He's still on the bubble. I think the bubble's going to burst for him come the end of the month. Um, and, you know, we'll have some interesting conversations about who that fifth and sixth wide receiver ultimately is, you know, going to end up being. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with things right now. All right. So let me ask you this. If you're sitting in Andrew Barry's office and you're like, all right, I got to build some depth here. What, what are you going like? What's your priority list right now? Is it backup running back, which doesn't sound like it is after talking to you before? Well, is that, it wide receiver? Is it linebacker? On Sunday, so say that uh, again. They brought in a kid on Sunday, and you know they brought in Shelby Harris uh, at defensive tackle. So, like, I don't know. I feel like the 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 top thirty seven. Yeah, I'd probably say like the top thirty seven. They're okay. They're good good shape it's 38 to 53 that i have a lot of questions about it's okay i mean it's an upgrade if you ask me think about i mean it's better than having to worry about starters right so i i mean i feel good about all that stuff yeah i mean they're, right. they're set starting lineup on both sides of the football and that was going in to training camp right right so you know the fact that they were able to get shelby harris for about one year and around five million bucks that's a great job by andrew barry that, that's some value there. And this is a guy that's going to be able to come in and really, uh, I think, provide some additional punch. It gives you depth because now Jordan Elliott, who I don't know how effective he was last year, he now gets pushed into a reserve role. And then when I look at some of these other reserve defensive tackles where you have like Maurice Hurst and Siaki and, and Togiai and you know people like that where you're just like, I don't know what's there. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I kind of feel like the starters and the primary backups, they're in good shape, but if the primary backups have to become starters, I'm going to start to get nervous. I think that's a good way to put it. I am buying what you're selling and I'll do that again on the next edition of it's always game day in Cleveland as the team travels off. To Philadelphia, they left on Sunday, and we'll start talking about practices from Philadelphia throughout the week. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our fabulous producer, Meredith Gain. Thanks for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.